raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 165. That is where you'll get show notes, any related links to anything that I mentioned on this episode that has a link. That's where it will be, raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 165. Let's get into it. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. So I want to start out with an invitation. I got a couple of these going this week. And in this era of social distancing, (laughs) we have to be so deliberate about our togetherings, even when they are not going to offer us the benefit of physicality. We can't touch, we can't hug. However, we can do that in other ways. We can connect in other ways. I was on a call with nine women whom I love, (laughs) who I've been fortunate to go through some amazing experiences with over the past year. And one of the things that we were talking about on our call is the use of technology and not just the technology like Zoom for video chats or podcasts, even more so now than ever, right? But also the technology of the heart, the technology of thinking about someone and sending just your good vibes and love out to them, having them in mind and in heart and reaching out when you can. That is a form of technology as well. Let's not forget that we also come with, as humans, tech and that we can tap into that right now. So as we are, some of us, managing fears around technology, the internet, screen time, as it relates to our kids, let's think about the other types of technology we can tap into as well. And this episode is meant to offer you some opportunities for human technology to come into place, right? First up is the de-schooling release party. We had one in 2018 and it is time again. This year's theme is The Pivot. And the reason why is because the episode I did about Pivot Not Panic has yielded so much feedback. I'm really happy to know that people really worked that thing and came up with and felt through ways that that would be applicable for them ways that they could pivot. Then there were other people who were challenged by the idea of pivoting altogether, which to me is, I mean, if you're not going to pivot in the face of an adversity, what is the option to let it consume you? For me, I say, no, there has to be a pivot. What the pivot looks like is going to vary, but the reality and the need for the pivot is something that we cannot ignore or try to move away from or say that we cannot do. You can always pivot. And I'm hoping that these resources are going to offer you opportunity and language and community to do this. So the first one is the de-schooling release party, all right? So it's going to be held at two locations this year. The first location is right here where you're listening on Fair of the Free Child podcast. So we'll have an episode every week for, I think right now I have five episodes scheduled. So every week you just tune in like you're doing now and you'll hear the latest episode and you'll know that it's part of the de-schooling release party because I'll say it. So it'll be easy. (laughs) The second location is in the Fair of the Free Child Facebook group, okay? And in that space, what we'll be doing is some post-episode conversations 
So far, I haven't done like a bunch of lives. I don't know that I've done any lives in the Facebook group. I've done them in other groups related to specific challenges. But this time, I'm going to be doing some live sessions for some post-episode conversation following each of those five or so episodes. Okay. So I will drop the dates on social media and share them with you here when I confirm them. But we're definitely going to start this month, April of 2020. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Okay. And the link to the Facebook group, of course, will be on the show notes page too. That's raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 165. Or you can just search for us on Facebook, Fair of the Free Child. Okay. I love our group. Our conversations take us to really profound places, useful places. I would say necessarily disruptive places. So if you're not there, come through. Speaking of profound places, the second invitation I have for you is to share your story of what wonderful or insightful thing you're noticing now that your child is at home or at home more. Because I know that our listenership varies from folks who are straight up unschooling, don't care nothing about no damn school, to people who are transitioning and may have had a child or two or three that was still in school and you are looking at ways to transition into raising free people work, which may not mean removing your child from school depending on your circumstance, right? So I know that right now there are noticings that are happening while children are at home more, and that's what I'm wanting to tap into. I'm curating a collection of stories of how during these days of unexpected and for some undesired school at home situations, some parents or caregivers are noticing little wonderful ways that learning is happening. Joy is happening. Fear is subsiding in relationship to their child. And I want to hear your moments like that. So three ways that you can share those with me. Some folks have already started sharing in our Make It Happen family over on Patreon.com. Thank y'all. I'm going to be sharing. So some other ways you can share is you can leave me a voice memo on RaisingFreePeople.com. To the right of the website, there's a little microphone thing. And it says leave a voice memo or voicemail, something like that. Press the button. Start talking. You can also email me if it's easier, she at akilasrichards.com. Or you can message me in the Fair of the Free Child Facebook group or on Instagram. I'm also at Fair of the Free Child there. Okay. Because we're hearing so much about the fear and the frustration. And before we start making one side of the story, the actual whole ass story, and before we lose sight of our option to pivot, not panic, let's start talking about what is being discovered and nurtured among some families now that children and teens and adults are at home together. And now that adults are getting a chance to observe a little bit more and getting to know who their child is a little bit more. So yeah, Tell me your moments, your ahas, okay? So once again, you can leave a voice memo on RaisingFreePeople.com. You can email me, she at AkilaSRichards.com, or you can message me in our Facebook group or on Instagram, both of which are Fair of the Free Child. Yes, so in addition to our Make It Happen family, another community that I appreciate and learn and grow with is ASDI. It's an acronym for the Alliance for Self-Directed Education. And we are fresh off a meeting 
where one of the great ideas that emerged was to hold space for folks to share some of their feelings and experiences right now with this unexpected and again, in some cases, undesired being at home together all the time situation. All right. So we're wanting to check in on how this is affecting young people and adults right now, different than what I was asking you for before, right? Because I'm asking about those wonderful ahas, the realizations, whereas this one is like wherever you at in the process, we want to talk about that shit. We want to feel through it. So Fear of the Free Child family member Malika Diggs of Eclectic Learning Network will be facilitating that discussion coming up this month in April. Again, I'll drop the dates as soon as I know them. And I will be there listening and deepening. And I'd love to have you sitting in that room right next to me. So make sure that you stay tuned here and also on Eclectic Learning Network's social media channels so that you can find out exactly when that is. And also the website for the Alliance, which will be on the show notes page, is self-directed.org. See how we just like dropping these resources and shit? You know, you know, you know. So even though we are quarantined, you ain't got to be lonely, right? You can use this time to connect, to consider, to observe, again, to just slowly look at ways that the pivoting is already happening and you just need to lean into that shit. Okay. So I'm excited for Malika to be sharing that. And we are going to close out this episode with a message from Malika Diggs as well. She had shared this with her Make It Happen family over on Patreon. And she also shared some of it on her Instagram and maybe Facebook, which is also Eclectic Learning Network. And after I heard it, I was like, um, could you put that up on the podcast? So we have that in audio form. I want it every freaking where. So she'll also be publishing an article on Tipping Points, which is the magazine for the Alliance for Self-Directed Education. But you're going to have that shit right here in your ear so that you can tap in in that beautiful way that Malika offers a lot of unpacking with some real shit in the mix <laughs> in ways that I just love, love, love. And as I mentioned, Malika is part of our Make It Happen family. She's a family member of Fear of the Free Child. And while I'm talking about Malika, let me go ahead and shout out the rest of our Make It Happen family. Shout out to our newest Make It Happen family members. We got Amanda. We got another Megan. We had a Megan last week. This one's in Hawaii. We have Nadia, Stephanie, and Melinda. So Amanda, Megan, Nadia, Stephanie, Melinda. Thank y'all so much for being part of our Make It Happen family. What you are doing is making sure that our small team can produce these episodes every single week. Everybody could get a little something, something, not just volunteering and that we can make this better and better. So thank you so much for your role in that. Of course, I'm inviting you, if you're not one of the people's names that I called and you're not part of our Make It Happen family, come on through, okay? For as little as a dollar a month, you can be part of making sure that this happens. Of course, I do some behind-the-scenes shit. We do some funny shit, some serious shit, all the things. But by and large, it's just your way of saying, yo, I want to make sure that this is happening and here's what I can do in that direction, all right? Patreon.com forward slash Akila. So thank you so much for being part of that space. 
So let's close out with this wonderful message from Malika. Sis, thank you so much for saying yes to my invitation to share it here with us. I want y'all to feel through this. Let it love on you. Let it help you pivot in this time. And I will chat to you next week. From social media to next-door neighbors, concerns and safety measures around COVID-19 are real, valid, and impacting all of us in varying ways. As we continue to sort through these abrupt shifts, here are a few kind reminders. Yes, it's inconvenient, but leading with fear and anxiety does not reduce the realities we are all presently experiencing. This does not mean we are not allowed to feel through all the feels that show up. Honor your impact, but do not paint yourself into a space unaware of how to get out when the paint dries. Listen to your gut. If there was something planned, if it ain't feeling right with you, from a space of safety and well-being, fuck that shit. Make time to laugh. It may seem silly, but laughter is a wonderful way to reduce tension. Whatever opens the space for laughter and joy, respectfully, embrace that shit. Mindfulness, again. The levels of impact around COVID-19 are strongly varied, so mindfulness is key. Individual levels of concern are not shared among everyone and should be engaged with care. Chatter. This is clearly a hot topic, from memes to posts to phone calls and texts. When we are inundating ourselves with chatter around these types of topics, be it face-to-face or on social media, create boundaries for yourself. Support. Be open to extending and receiving support during this time. If you are in a position to assist, emotional bandwidth included, assist a friend, loved one, or stranger. Know your limits. Likewise, if you are in need, please reach out to those people in your circles. For families with school-attending children, my heart goes out to you. This impact is deep with a domino effect that will be unprecedented. As an advocate of home education, especially unschooling and self-directed learning, this is the last way that Eclectic Learning Network would recommend engaging this journey, but fully understand the nudging to explore. Throughout the country and beyond, educational institutions are shut the fuck down. First it was two weeks, now it's more and many the remainder of the year. There is a plethora of variables that arise from this shift. Here are just a few. Population of families who deeply rely on schools to provide their children with consistent meals due to the heaviness that finances unfortunately bring. Parents or caregivers who are still required to work and not in a real position to be home with their children during this time. Spikes in utility usage and grocery bills due to a higher number of people occupying homes during quote-unquote school work hours and challenged with comfortably paying for those increases. The conditioned mindset that education is exclusive to school, and this change is suggestive that their children will not learn. And perhaps young people who enjoy attending school or prefer to be in a school due to the harmful circumstances at home. Previous to current events, the exploration around home education, though well-intended, is tethered to trauma-filled experiences. Even if your young person has never attended school, the perceptions and understandings we adults carry surrounding what home education is or is not requires a deeply internal shift, a.k.a. de-schooling. 
to decondition oneself from the oppressive, coercive, harm-filled seeds that show up in parenting and education toward liberatory practices that center healing and learning as a lifestyle over an isolating, rote, compulsory education. Being forced to transition to a new way of living without notice or choice is a hard pill to swallow. Many of our young people experience this pain point daily until adulthood. This is not to say that adulthood does not come with its choiceless movements, because it surely does. The needs of all involved are required to fairly explore whether home education is a pathway to explore beyond this global pause. If you are a parent who currently has children enrolled in school, whether you are contemplating home education or not, here are a few considerations to explore during this time. Allow space for you and your young people to connect on a deeper level through observation and dialogue. The lens in which both young people and parents understand each other is often understood from the available space before or after school or work. Those hours do not always allow much room for openness because we either have something to do or understandably exhausted from our day with zero to give. Be honest with yourselves around the fact that you are potentially spending more time in shared space with your young people than you have in a long time. Young people are equally impacted by this shift and may need time to adjust to this structure. How they are impacted can show up in varied ways. Here are two. Disconnection with time or lack of desire to engage in their academic requirements from home or would prefer to be in school or someplace else entirely. A deeper and welcomed connection to learning beyond the walls of the classroom with little desire to return to school whenever that happens. Additional ways that you can support you and your young people at home. Additionally, you can explore online resources that support your young person's areas of challenge or to expand their existing interests or passions. Websites through libraries and museums offer free learning resources available to all. Allow space for your young people to connect with their school friends who do not live close by to maintain their connection. Create a parent contact directory to support each other during this time, as well as exploring ways to reduce the strain. If something like this should unfortunately happen again, what are ways young people, schools, parents, and community affiliates can better support these types of situations and beyond as a collective? If you have feelings that sound something like, I don't care what's going on, I'm done with school, here are some things you can explore. Make time to discuss these realizations with your young people before making moves, as this change impacts them deeply and directly. They should know what's on the table with space to share their views. To be silenced during this time only adds to the disruption. Visit your local school district website to learn about the requirements and documents needed to legally enroll your young people as homeschoolers. Laws will vary by state. Schedule a 15-minute free consultation with Eclectic Learning Network, that's me, to discuss your challenges and potential next steps. If you're listening to this right now, you can already check off one of your boxes on your to-do list because Fair the Free Child is where it's at. Parenting, education, and race for families interested in self-directed approaches, as well as practices that support liberation-centered and partnership-based parenting models. You can also visit the Alliance for Self-Directed Education, to learn about the various ways you can cushion your transition out of compulsory schooling.
Reach out to your local learning center to gain a deeper understanding of their philosophies and values to see if it would potentially be a good fit in preparation for transitioning to a learning center. And explore the vast selection of online schools or course sites to learn why they flow, how they flow, and if it'll be a good fit for you. From free to costly, structured, unstructured, and points in between, it's all there for you to explore. ELN, I am deeply committed to supporting all families regardless of your learning path and is here to provide assistance in whatever ways that are possible during and beyond this time. If and or when you are ready, ELN is here.